Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and uh, everything is user-submitted. We just go through every week, listen to some stuff, honestly react to it. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage everybody to uh, support the things they do enjoy, even if we diss it. Um, you know, go buy physical releases, go see bands, etc. We are not striving to be professional critics or make objective value judgments. We're just putting music in front of you. Uh, we're putting music in front of ourselves and uh, hopefully broadening our horizons. The format of the show is that we've got 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice, and we usually get through between five and seven of them. Everything is listener-submitted. All the bands are randomly selected because there's no possible way that we could ever get through everything that is submitted, so we just kind of got to leave it to fate. I was actually just thinking about that, like, yesterday. I Mm -hmm. was like, man, sometimes I wish that we could just go through and listen to every single thing that's submitted, but even with this current format where we miss, you know, 30% of what's submitted, we are still like approaching three months. Well, that's why we we will, we'll have to do a hell week here really soon. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's it. It's a very simple format for the show. Uh, full disclosure, peek behind the curtain. We just got done recording a Patreon episode. So, you know, it's like two hours later than we typically start recording. And we've already talked about music for a solid two hours. Um, so we'll so s- don't 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 expect much. <laughs> yeah, don't expect too much. I looked at the queue this week too, and it's like it's shockingly hardcore and punk light. It's uh, a lot of weird stuff, a lot of metal stuff. Okay. Uh, it's it it, it 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 proves. I think it's going to be an eclectic evening. Oh, I see some iron lung. I see some beach impediment. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. We're already off to a bad start because you're uh, speaking in the opposite direction oh, yeah. of the microphone. Sorry, I am. Here, there we go. Um, so yeah, there's yeah there's there's some beach impediment. There's a beach impediment release on there and an iron lung release on there. But the iron lung release is one I already am aware of and is is not a hardcore release at all. So um, I've got no notes this week at all. Uh, I didn't I didn't do anything this week. I, uh, there was a show at the Bug House last night that was that was cool. Went well. Um, but other than that, I've been I've been doing nothing. I have uh, been interacting with no one i've been keeping up with no news except for the uh the big uh the big ones that just sort of like you know drip down to me matriculate through the social what's, sphere what's a big one because it's got to be more news than i hear uh, meat lo- meatloaf dying yeah he's dead yeah sure that kind of stuff louis anderson died sure yeah other than that i got who else died uh oh <laughs> the basis of screwdriver no, that's right the basis of screwdriver yeah the basis died. of screwdriver di- died of covid uh, after uh denouncing it as a leftist jewish conspiracy jews won the in the jews end won in the end man they got you got them <laughs> yeah, what a fucking sure. loser <laughs> another one bites the dust <laughs> yeah for sure Ima- yo that would suck imagine actually genuinely believing that covid is like a jewish conspiracy and you're an avowed neo-nazi and they take you down with it imagine imagine you're like you're an avowed neo-Nazi dying of the Jewish conspiracy China virus COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the doctor leans in and says, "Sig hail Goyim," <laughs> just before you fucking pass. Yeah, dude, that would be that'd be incredible, <laughs> absolutely incredible. So, do you got anything to bring up, or can we just jump right into? No, it? I don't have anything to bring up. Nothing ever fucking happens in my world, dude. I'm hoping this this uh, this weather is it's it's as cold as it's been this year. Yeah, for sure. Ice is forming. Indeed, we've had ice, good ice for a couple of weeks, but uh, I still don't like to wander onto the ice sure. to catch fish. Yeah. With the bulk that I carry. I was going to say, yeah, you're a heavy man. Until there's a significant amount of ice. For sure, yeah. So next weekend, 
do not look for me, period. Okay. I am going to be <laughs> ice fishing. I will be reporting in live via cell phone from a fucking tent on a frozen lake. We're gonna have to get a we're gonna have to get a a, a guest co-host next weekend. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I got no, I got no fucking points of order or anything interesting to say. So let's uh, let's just jump right into the queue this week. Like I said, it looks uh, it looks varied and interesting at the at the very least. So first up, we have uh, Moiskus or Moiskus. Um, this was submitted by uh, our old pal uh, Ben, who lives up in Milwaukee. Uh, the release is oligo- oligophrenic anthropoids. Um, this is, uh, he described it as like, you know, uh, gore grindy stuff. You don't say, I mean, you can look, you can hear the name, you can look at it and figure that out. It was, this band is based out of Dayton, but this was recorded at the leather shop. So that gives me some hope for it because sure. as we have mentioned many times, um, the leather shop tends to turn out higher quality material in this realm than almost anywhere else. I certainly hope because nothing about this looks attractive to me. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I've, the selling of beer bong, it's yeah, sold out. Yeah, for Good sure. Good for you guys. Indeed. <laughs> so next up we have got Psico uh, uh, Galera. Psycho Galera. Yeah, they're an Italian band with uh, Le Stanza Della Mente. This was sent in by TJ. It's a release on Beach Impediment that somehow just slipped by me last year. I did didn't even see this release. I, I the art looks vaguely familiar. Like maybe I saw it on their Bandcamp page or something, but I did not listen to this. I have no idea what to expect other than that Beach Impediment puts out good stuff. Then we have got Scowl with How Flowers Grow. Uh, I have heard some of this. We talked about Scowl a little bit because somebody called in to say that they have no riffs. I've already made uh, made my opinions on this record known in that I, I think it's fairly unremarkable, but they're a cool and impressive live band, so I understand not the hype. I've not heard them. Uh, then we have got Swarmer with Brutalist. Uh, this is a band from SLC. It was submitted uh, submitted by uh, Colton. Um, who you know is always submitting uh, local stuff to him from the general SLC in Utah area. Mm-hmm. He described this as uh, the recently deceased. Every time I die, uh, mixed with early two thousands metalcore, which sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. Uh, he also said, if you pick the wrong song, we'll get a grunge track. So everything about this sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm really, really excited to potentially land on this. Oh, I should also mention that our, our, our local pal, John, submitted the Scowl stuff. I forgot to, forgot to mention that. Then we've got Old Nick with Crisp Winter Dawn of My Night Moon. This was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats, who uh, regularly sends stuff in. And uh, he described this as, um, you know, bedroom black metal with very lo-fi dungeon synth elements i'm loving the cover of this i really like the cover too uh we'll talk about it if we land on it but i really like the color the cover i think my favorite part mm-hmm. is the font at the bottom yeah dude the, <laughs> the font at the bottom is a bold choice then uh next up we have this <laughs> now this one is interesting for one particular reason so this is dog date with child's play they're a band from new jersey the reason this is interesting is because this was sent in to us by a, a fellow named Nick, and if you'll recall, a while back we had a saga, a, a brief saga play out with Nick where he sent an email that didn't have n- not just the link to the band that he wanted to submit, but even the name of the band in the email at all. He just <laughs> said, listen to this. Yeah. And then by the time we mentioned it on the show, he had forgotten what he meant to submit initially. Mm-hmm. And he now remembered. So okay. he resubmitted it. This was the thing he initially wanted us to hear, Dog mm-hmm. Date. 
um, looks weird. I, I have no idea what to expect. He's told us to play the third track. So yeah, I have this record. You have this record. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is it cool? Yeah. All right. Cool. Sick. Um, then we have got Dridge with Curing. This is a band from Philly. It was sent in by Alistair, um, who described it as like a very sludgy, grimy uh, Christian death. It looks cool for sure. I thought you were going to say Christian death metal for a second. Yeah, Christian death metal. <laughs> sludgy Christian death metal. I also want to mention that Alistair, who I believe has submitted stuff to us before and, and has been listening for a while, if I'm correct, uh, a UK listener of ours, his his email invol- uh, includes um, like the a, a, a doctors.org.uk, like it's an email address. I think that we have a genuine medical doctor that listens to this show, which is fucking from astounding. The UK? Yeah, Alistair is a is, is definitely a UK sort for, of name for sure, and and he has an official like UK medical email address. Okay, and his headshot in the email looks quite professional. Okay, so I just want to note like how profoundly shocked I am by the fact that we have a medical professional. Not everyone listens that to listens this. to us is a total idiot. Yeah, for sure. That's like actually sincerely is remarkable. Actually, probably most people that listen to us are very smart. Yeah, that's right. Keep listening to us. <laughs> smart, well-educated, well-intentioned, yes. ethical, kind people. Kind. Yeah, very, very, very kind. Kind and I should mention, yeah, very smart. <laughs> yes, for sure, and handsome too. Um, so then, next up, we have got Drix. Uh, it's D R Y X with their demo. Um, I'm not really sure who sent this in. They didn't sign their name, but they said um, this is a Grimyard's European cousin. Only yeah. in only instead of doing uh, black metal and oi, this is like black metal and kind of crusty stuff. I also am gonna assume uh, and hope that it's not. Um, Overtly racist, like Grimyard. <laughs> the, the label it's on is called Panty Medigon. Panty Medigon. Panty Medigon. Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. They put out a lot of stuff that has like you know medieval knights on the front and stuff. So I, you know, hey, I don't know. We don't care. There's an esoteric. I think we've established we don't care, right? Yes, we have. We have firmly established that for sure. Then we have got. Uh, I, I'm going to assume this is pronounced Nivad, um, which is the which is the Swedish word for knife. Um, with Incidans Harvavnad. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm butchering that. This was sent in by Matthias, who regularly uh, sends in stuff from Sweden for us. And then last up, we have got Cemento with Killing Life. This was uh, this came out on Iron Lung Records last year, and uh, I've already heard this. It's, it's really good uh, plotting, driving, post-punk stuff. I just realized that plotting and driving are actually antonyms. It is <laughs> driving post-punk, right. <laughs> not plotting That post-punk. also plots. That also sometimes plots. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, that's uh, that's the cue for the night. Let's let's see what's up first. Two. Okay, two is uh, Psycho Galera. It's maybe Psycho Galera. I don't know. I don't speak Italian. Um, with uh, Listanza della Mente. You can find this at uh, the Beach Impediment Records Bandcamp, and I believe it is uh, fairly close up to the top. It came out in June of last year, so um, let's just uh, let's just dive in. They've got the first track. Well, no, yeah, they have an, an intro. intro. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll listen to the second song then. So we'll listen to uh, Morte Apparente off of this, uh, this record, who I'm not going to butcher the name of again.
God, hold on. <laughs> what you got going on? <sighs> I ate something I thought was a chip sitting on the table here, and it's not a chip. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's, I don't think it was even food. It's horrible. It's really, really, really gross. <laughs> oh, hold on. God, that was awful. I don't know what that was. I don't want to think about what it was. It looked like, because we just had Chipotle, it looked like a fucking chip. So yeah. I thought, oh, cool. And I grabbed it and ate it, but it was not a chip. <laughs> I can only imagine what it I was. I don't know what it was. It tasted like rotten cheese. Oh, fuck, man. It, 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 it was bitter and, like, sour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about the music that we just heard. So we just heard the song uh, Morte Apparente by uh, Sico Galera off of Le Stanza della Mente. That was really fucking good. Yeah, I really like that. I, I love the sound of the guitar on that. Yeah, me too, man. Me that, too. That that would fucking that was uh, razor sharp. Yeah, for sure. This so the the thing that I really enjoyed about this too is is we were kind of lamenting on last week's episode about how we are we're inundated with great meat and potatoes hardcore, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but we we're reaching the point the saturation point where unless something is very very stand out. Uh, things are going get, to just get lost in the mix. It mm -hmm. just is what it is. And I was just thinking about the fact that there are, uh, there are various approaches that you can take uh, in, in terms of like interpreting classic hardcore in different and interesting ways while still appealing to my very basic Neanderthal sensibilities. And this does that, yeah. right? It's like it's got the rockin' fast pace of something like Poison Idea, but it's shreddy and obtuse in a way that feels very Japanese or Swedish. Um, I mean, this is Italian, you know, obviously it, it has a distinctly non-American vibe to it. Well, yeah, and we were talking about, you know, for one of our Patreon episodes, like European bands and yeah. that we got coming up later on. And, um, you know, I was, I was thinking about Italian hardcore. I was listening to, like, Wretched, and Wretched is mentioned in the description of this. For sure. And, I mean, the guitar tone and just, like, yeah, just, like, that sharp riff, that sharp, yeah. bright riff, but also then the the um, uh, the edge that's to it mm -hmm. and the speed. Yeah. And this this has more of a D-beat thing like re like Wretched, but also sure. kind of reminded me of early Nagazioni. Oh, sure, with yeah. how bright it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and the and it's just over top over the top soloing is is uh, akin to something like raw power if we're gonna keep it in like the in, in the Italian realm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This was really really good. Uh, this is this is one I am very surprised slipped through uh, slipped under the radar last year for me because this is this is really fucking yeah, good. Yeah. I really like this. A, a, a stylistic standout from a lot of stuff that I liked last year too. This is doing something just different enough to keep me interested and and uh, and reaching for this over some of its contemporaries. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna listen to the rest of this it looks like there are still copies of the record left as well so mm -hmm. if the rest of this is is even half as good as what we just heard i'll probably pick up a copy of check this. it out yeah for very sure. very good um let's uh let's roll the dice see what's up next oh, i still got the aftertaste or whatever that was <laughs> it, it i don't i don't think it was food I don't <laughs> eight okay eight is uh nivad with incidents arvavnad god man dude We've talked about it before, but like the Scandinavian language are, are languages are truly inscrutable. Um, so you can find this at Suicide Records uh, swe.bandcamp.com, and it looks like this is the most recent release on the label. It came out in uh, October of last year, 
And um, he he did describe this, but I can't remember how he described it, so I can't be of any help there. We'll just uh, listen to it and find out how it sounds. Um, they've got the first song queued up to play, which is... Uh, uh, I'm not, Avdelning. Avdel, yes, Avdelning 369. So we're going to listen to that. Heard the song Avdelning 369 by the band Nivad from Sweden. How'd you feel about it? So, uh, I used to have a very big interest in stuff that sounded like this. Sure. Um, this is pretty big and grand. Everything sounded fucking great. Yeah, for sure. The bass purring along back there sounded really good. This sounded distinctly uh, Scandinavian. For sure. Um, I still have a bit of a sweet spot for this. Sure. So, I like this. I don't typically seek stuff out like this very much anymore. Yeah. But if this crossed my path as it just did, my ears get picked up a little bit. I probably would have liked something a little more driving and straightforward with a little less, um, I guess, uh, atmosphere and melody for sure in the background. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, but nevertheless, um, you know, it sounded really good. The vocalist reminded me of the vocalist of Craigshot. Sure. Um, and that kind of, yeah, I, I like the sound of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like this. I would not have looked looked for this on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, this band has been around for a minute. They've got a release on Yellow Dog, which is like a German label, which is good for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been around since like 2012 or so. Okay. Um, and this is their first full length. I'll probably put this is this is perfect for me to listen to and get into while I'm driving to work in the morning. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This this uh, I'll probably check this out later, and I appreciate it coming coming past uh coming through because uh I, I i almost never look for stuff like this anymore yeah for sure i i yeah i straight up do not ever look for anything like this at at, at this point in my life but yeah this this was a world i certainly uh dipped a couple toes into at one point um in my in my journey with this kind of music especially as like you know in my late teens early 20s uh, i was interested in crusty scandinavian stuff and shit and this was pretty good i mean it was produced well as you pointed out um i also could have done without the the kind of the noodly um atmospheric flourishes it, it came to mind as soon as they started doing that um, how Matthias described this, he described this as crust with uh, dark metallic atmospheric elements. Yeah, I wouldn't say that this was stadium crust. No, not quite. But it's tiptoeing up the line. For sure. Yeah, the production quality is high enough. Uh, they're, they're sort of little dalliances with like melody are are present enough that, yeah, this is this is moving up to the line for sure. This is between, this was, is, is somewhere between basement and stadium crust. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this was really well executed. Not something that interests me particularly at this point in my life. I don't think I'll probably explore this further, but I thought it was fine. I, this is definitely a thing I would not instruct anybody to turn off. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was perfectly solid, good at what it was doing. Just not something that uh, that uh, piques my interest at this point. You know. Yeah, I'll check the rest of it out. There's, no, there, there's not. Yeah, there are some pretty long tracks actually, but uh, I'll check the rest of it out and see what I think. Like I said, this definitely 15 years ago. Sure. Mm, I'd, I'd ate this up. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, thanks to Matthias, as always, for sending stuff in from uh, your part of the world. Let's see what's up next. Four. All right, four is uh, is the old Nick record that we were that we Perfect. were ogling at the beginning of the episode. You can find this at grimestone.bandcamp.com. This uh, this record is called "Crisp Winter Dawn of My Night Moon," and I believe that <clears throat> I think that we had another project from this dude. Like, from the guy who does this project, we had, like, a different black metal project that we thought was, like, idiosyncratic and weird, but I don't know if we actually listened to was Old Nick on the show. Curtainwall? Yes, Curtainwall. Yeah. Yes, because so. the, the um, Grimestone Records, that looked familiar, and I was like, oh, wait, we had Curtainwall on here. Yeah, we had Curtainwall on there uh, on, on the show, yeah. And I believe that this is this dude does that project as well. Um, so, yeah, this uh, this looks real. <laughs> I love the cover of this. This dude, is like I really said. good. Yeah. This, it, this looks, this is like, um, this is vying for top top album art of 2022 so far. Yeah, for sure. This is, this is really good. So the album art is a picture of ostensibly the person in the band. I'm not going to say for sure. Yeah. With uh, his hair hanging down over his face. Yeah. He looks like maybe... Um, the medieval prince from an Italian sword and sorcery movie from like 1981. For sure. Wearing a red cloak and a spiked gauntlet, holding it in front of him as if he's preventing you from moshing into him. <laughs> yeah. And then he's holding a con- candelabra. Yeah. 
right? Yes. And then the thing that really grabs you is the font at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so wild. Which is like some wavy dynamic font straight out of fucking Microsoft PowerPoint. Yeah, this is like this is like early 90s like raver font. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this yeah. is like this is like acid house font. This, this is, is the not... sort of font that you're going to see in a fucking presentation from AR about uh, yeah. AR H&R. <laughs> yeah, 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 from yeah. H&R yeah. about uh, you know the new uh, new policy regarding shitting in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, all right, cool. Uh, let's uh, let's dive right into the beginning. It's uh, Jay said that the the title, dude, the fucking song. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking so. Crisp winter dawn of my night moon. Yeah, is fucking on point. Yeah, right? for sure. The next song, the worst vampire. <laughs> the worst vampire. Yeah, haunted broom. Yeah, a towering ghost of nightmares yeah a witch cries in massachusetts dude the worst vampire <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great fucking title um so yeah jay said that the the title slash opening track on this really captures at all of the elements well so we'll just go with that so we're gonna listen to crisp winter dawn of my night moon off of the record of the same name by old nick
Okay, so we just heard Crisp Winter Dawn of My Night Moon off the record of the same name by Old Nick. Dude, I can't describe how much I love what I just heard. So, dude. yeah, I, I'm going to buy this digitally just so I can get an update from the label as soon as it's available for yeah. physical release. Yes. Um, the dude, the, the dudes in this band yeah. are absolute fucking genius. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. Because this is so perfectly fucking curated. Yeah. Right? Yeah, to incorporate, man. you know, black metal, fucking video game, MIDI music. Yeah. It looks like, it, it. at times it looks and sounds like a goddamn Tim and, Tim and Eric sketch. Yeah, for sure. Yep. It's so perfectly fucking put together, these different, these different juxtapositions, into something that doesn't come across as overtly hokey. Sure. Yeah. Right? And, doesn't and it doesn't rely on the fucking joke. Yep. To be good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, they are walking a fucking a very thin tightrope and pulling it off with, with dude, astounding grace. When that melodica came in, yeah, I flipped dude. my fucking wing. <laughs> I, know, me too, I didn't dude. see that it was on there. Yeah, at me all. neither. Yeah. And then when it came in, I just absolutely fucking flipped my wing. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, that was insane. That was so fucking sick, dude. Th this is what so you know, we talk about, I, I like shit that's like off the wall sure, and, yeah. and, and this is, this is fucking perfect because it is at one hand, yeah. you can tell the people that are in this are into black metal. For sure. Yeah. They know they're fucking black metal. The, yeah. Like you can, t if they wanted to play straight up black metal, they clearly could. Right. Very clearly. Right. Yeah. But they also take the piss out of it in a way that does, it, it, it does it justice. For sure. Yeah. Right. And does it make it, like I said, it doesn't make it a total fucking joke. Right. Because this still fucking rips. Yes, exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is, this is so good. This I, is. I don't remember. What did we think about Curtain Wall? I thought, I, I think I we, think we liked we it. We did like it. We I, thought, I bookmarked Grimestone Records page. Yeah, we thought it was like, I, I, in a very different way from this, but we enjoyed how idiosyncratic it was. Yes. And how, like, wildly primitive while at the same time, like, novel and clever it was. Right. I also love the description below this I want to point out. Crisp Winter Dawn of My Night Moon is a venture back into the origins of Old Nick, combining our new skills with our old right. style. <laughs> this is so perfectly fucking... Like, plenty of bands can try to write a joke song and they can try to be, like, funny. Yeah. And they fail at it, right? Yeah. They just it 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 it, it comes across as um, I don't know. It comes across as a, a bit too campy. Sure, yeah. A bit too much of a fucking meme. Right. A band like that that I think we both kind of thought that about was um, Spider. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which I like the package, but I just couldn't get over how overt it was. Yeah. Exactly. And this is also overt. Right. But it's 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 like. It's 
perfectly fucking crafted. N- what? Who else other than a fucking genius would think, let's put a melodic in here? <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Right? Yeah, man. This this kicks ass. This is also one of those things that reminds me of uh, how how much uh, like my brain actually desires something like different and novel. Yes. Because I I, I can get into. I can get into a space where I'm just like, yeah, sure, give me the basics, give me the meat and potatoes, I'll be happy with that. And then I hear something like this, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is the sickest thing I have heard in a grip. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I So I bookmarked Grimestone Records page, yeah. but I haven't really revisited that. This make I have to go back and listen to every release on there. Yeah, for sure. There's no, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I have to listen to everything on this label now because... Anybody, anybody that, uh, you know, is putting out anything by old Nick, if yeah. that's where your fucking tastes lie, yep. there's a lot of overlap. For sure. Yeah, I agree. A lot of overlap with things that I am into. Yep, agreed. Yeah, man, that was that was really good. I, I am really excited to listen to the rest of this because that was fucking insane and phenomenal. So thank you to Jay for... Uh, for bringing this to our attention because i i'm very fucking psyched on this band <laughs> yeah um let's uh let's roll the dice but yo the rest of the I bands think we should just stop recording now <laughs> yeah, i was gonna right? say the rest of the bands are are gonna have like an insurmountable task yeah i don't think we're gonna hear something better than that no. we might hear something that's on par maybe and we might some hear something that we like as much but for a or we like, but we like for a totally different reason. For sure, this scratched so many fucking itches. Yeah, um, to make to make me to make me laugh and impress me and also rip all at the same time is like yes, you've hit a, you've hit the holy trinity. Right. You know. Right. 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 So, yeah. All right. Seven. Okay. Seven is uh, Cemento with Killing Life. This is good. I listened. To, I've, I've listened to this already. I'm pretty sure I included this on my like uh, Spotify compilation where I put all the all all the shit I liked last year on it. I may not have. Uh, I may have forgotten that there's a lot of stuff that I just was a pure oversight because I included like 150 different fucking records on there. So, um, yeah, this is uh, Cemento. You can find this at ironlungrecords.bandcamp.com. The record is Killing Life. This is this is some really solid, uh, like, driving, bass-heavy, uh, post-punk stuff. So let's just jump into it. We're going to listen to the song Cash Grab by Cemento off of Killing Life.
right, we just heard the song Cash Grab by Cemento mm-hmm. off of their record Killing Life on Iron Lung Records. I should point out this is also members of the band Smirk who fucking ripped. And Smut. And Smut, yes, uh, from Ohio, I think, uh, who are also really good. Um, yeah, so like I said, bass-heavy driving, four-on-the-floor, atmospheric, dark, post-punk stuff. I like it a lot. This is right up my alley. Um, I think like the... The discussion that we had about um, just like good meat and potatoes hardcore stuff, I think we're reaching a similar saturation point with post-punk of, of this particular variety. We're getting there at least, maybe less so than, than the hardcore we were talking about, but there are more and more bands uh, doing like straight down the middle, like like I said, four on the floor, just like post-punk shit like this. But I'm not bummed about it. This was really good, super competent, whole record is great, super catchy tunes, got nothing bad to say about it yeah i think this sounded pretty good um yeah i am kind of feeling this in in some ways yeah it's kind of getting it's building yeah and it's sure. kind of getting to that saturation point but this kind of stood out to me a little bit this this was um yeah this this was really good it's good this for sure struck, this struck a very similar vibe for me as like diot yep for sure um yeah, it's really good. Diot, Constant Mongrel, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, but not sure. a total clone of them. No, not at all. This yeah. is a bit more stripped down than that. Mm-hmm, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I like. I, I definitely like the minimalism <laughs> of, the, of this release. And also, uh, I I like that the bass is like up front and the guitar is like a supplementary instrument. Yes. That's something that you hear in a lot of like early post-punk, like early Joy Division stuff. The mm-hmm. bass is the melodic center of that. And then yep. the guitar is like, you know, it's... Dancing around it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the bass was... Every, everything was built around the bass. Yeah, for sure, which I like a lot. Um, yeah. I, I think it, it makes a, a good formula, a uh, good, like, evergreen formula for post-punk. So, yeah, good stuff. I think there might still be some copies of this left on the Iron Lung site, but um, I couldn't tell you I for sure. It I've, came got out an, I've got an order to make, so maybe I'll uh, try to see if I can find this. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's see what's up next. One. Okay, one is uh, Moiskus. So you can find this at Moiskus, M-O-I-S-C-U-S dot bandcamp dot com. The release is oligophrenic anthropoids. Oligophrenic anthropoids. Oligophrenic. Yeah. Oligo means few. Phrenic. This is uh, oligophrenic, I phrenic believe. Phrenic is brain, right? Yeah, it means like um, uh, poorly developed brain. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so this is, this is, uh, <laughs> this is like right down the line. Just checking all the boxes of Gorgrind. The the band name, the album name, the we, album we, art. We talked about this last week with Pharmacist. Yeah. Like, if I see this anymore, I'm not listening to this. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, fine. The art is collage work of, uh, it's the, the body worlds, the Gunther von Hagen's, like, plastinated people mm-hmm. displays and stuff. Yeah, cool, whatever. Ooh, how creepy, right? But, yeah. like, I don't know, man, like. We said it last week, pharmacist, but pharmacist fucking ruled. Yeah, ruled um, really hard. When I see stuff, when I see something like that, I'm 75% of the time going to walk right by it anymore. For sure. I got to be in a real mood to be like, all right, cool, and let's see what's happening. And especially if you're selling a beer bong. Yeah, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So um, the first track is queued up to play. I think that's the song that Ben wanted us to listen to as well. So we're going to listen to Golden Excrement by Moiskus off of Oligophrenic Anthropoids. You can change yourself into gold.
right, so we just heard the songs Golden Excrement and Humanoid Muck by uh, the band Moiskus off of Oligophrenic Anthropoids. This is the reason why I walk by it re- releases that look like this. It's in, so that I, fi- I thought you were going to say that, just judging uh, by your mannerisms. Uh, in total contrast, I actually thought this was sick. I did not like this at all. I liked this a lot. I knew as soon as I heard that little high-pitched piccolo snare, yeah. I was almost 100% certain what we were in for. Sure, yeah. Sure enough, we were. Yeah, for sure. But I will say, I think that I think my assertion stands that, you know, this this is not a leather shop band in the sense that, like, the, these aren't folks that we know from that immediate circle. It's from Dayton, you know, very close by to the leather shop or to Lima and recorded at the leather shop. I also think they do, a, I think this sounds good. Like, well, that, so to, to its credit, I will say that, uh, Man, they they get a good sound at the leather shop for sure. Like this sound, this was recorded really well for what this is. And I'm gonna let you know, um, if you've never seen the leather shop, yeah, it's impressive that they get this sound at the leather shop. Absolutely, it's impressive that it's impressive that anyone lives there who is competent enough to do to make something that sounds as good as. And this. I'm so happy that people are still at the leather shop for sure. Same, it is it right. is a fucking Midwest institution. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I actually really liked this. This is, we've talked about this before. Sometimes, oftentimes this stuff totally misses me. And then occasionally it just hits a sweet spot for me where I fucking love it. I love this. I think it was fucking great. I love the fucking high, uh, the high pitched, like piccolo snare, the last days of humanity snare. Yeah. You know, and that's obviously that that's where that's coming from. For sure. Yeah. And I like last days of humanity up to a point. Yep. Right, but that shit fucking rips in comparison to this. Sure, yeah. Well, this is more, you know, bouncy and slamming. Yeah, and see, stuff and like that's that. Uh, that 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 sucked me in when you they know. were when they were hitting those <laughs> when they was when they were hitting those wicked slams. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I'm with this. Yeah, I wasn't with this at all. Um, this is uh, this is uh, not for me. Yeah, fair enough. I didn't think it would be. And honestly, going into this, I didn't think it would be for me either, but I, I held out hope because of, like, the camp that was producing it. And uh, I, they they remain they remain undefeated. I think uh, I'm, I stand by my assertion that this general circle of people puts out a, a higher quality product in this realm than the vast majority of I, other folks. I, I, agree, I agree with that assertion 100% because, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we both have a, a you know we both have a history with them we know folks there and so forth and a little bit of that bleeds into it but sure. man when you when you talk about well carbuncle's a perfect example yeah for sure right but when you talk about like sleeper bands that look ultra fucking lo-fi with some of the stupidest fucking names you've ever fucking heard <laughs> yeah for sure yeah but when it gets down to the nuts and bolts of it it fucking rules it's coming out of lima yeah for sure i just didn't like this yeah that's fair i like i said i i didn't figure that you would but i i fought with this i'm willing to overlook the fucking beer bong uh to uh listen to the rest of this which and also <laughs> might i add this is a world in which the CD never went away. Like, fans <laughs> of this type of music have been consistently buying CDs for the last 30 years, and they will never stop. Like, this came out on CD. James sent us copies of the Carbuncle CD, which right. I'm like, this is a great gesture, and Thanks. I have no awesome. way to listen to this. I, have, I, I don't have a CD player on my computer. There's no, no CD drive. No. I have no way to listen I to it. I don't even have a functioning CD player in my car, in either car, like my car or my girlfriend's car. No functioning CD player whatsoever. So yeah. I literally can just stream it, and I'll just have this artifact. Which is half of what I do any, any time. Yeah, no, no shit, right? It's no, not, not a whole lot different than what I typically do. But right. yeah, so... Th- 
this is a rare um, total total digression of opinion, right? Between yeah. the two of us, total, total digression, total divergence. Um, yes, because I love this. Yes, yeah. Um, let's uh, let's roll the dice one more time, and then we'll uh, then we'll do some voicemails. All right, one again. All right, this is uh, this is Scal. So you can find this at flatspotrecords.bandcamp.com, and I think this is. Uh, one of the most recent releases on there, so it should be up towards the top. This is the record How Flowers Grow. A lot of people like this record a lot. I imagine a whole lot of people in our listenership will already be familiar with this. Maybe some of the uh, older uh, ladies and gentlemen who listen to this show will not. Um, like I said, I've already made my opinion known on this. We can, uh, I'll decide if I want to reassess after we listen to a track. We're actually not going to listen to the song that is queued up to play because it is a total total outlier on the record, and I don't I don't know why the label would choose to like have this song lead you in because it it it, it doesn't at all tell you what the rest of the record is going to sound like. So we'll just start at the top. So we're going to listen to the song "Bloodhound" by Scowl off of their record "How Flowers Grow." Grow. We just heard the song Bloodhound by the band Scal off of their record How Flowers Grow. I'll just speak on this real quick because my opinion remains unchanged about this. A lot of people like this band a lot. I saw the band live, thought it was they were a, a, a very solid live act. I enjoyed watching their set. Kids went off for them. It was fun. It was cool. Um, this record just doesn't really appeal to me. It, it's not bad at all. I think it's competently performed. There are just a lot of elements here that just don't hit for me. I don't think the production is, is right up my alley. The art, like the visual presentation, doesn't really grab me. Um, it kind of feels like a facsimile of things that I do like in other presentations, like presented slightly differently by other bands. Like you got the Tupa Tupa beat, you got a nice little bouncy, little bouncy bit in there. There's plenty of fast songs on here. There's some big bar chords and stuff. There are elements at play on this entire record that I like. But here they just feel uh, kind of like a mirror reflection of other stuff that I that I enjoy more. No diss to anybody in the band. You know, I don't think this sucks or anything. It just it just doesn't resonate with me. I think it's totally fine. I get why people like it, but it it just doesn't do much for me. 
Um, musically, it's fine. I thought that the, I thought that the the recording sounded kind of. I don't know. It didn't. Uh, it just felt a little muffled. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yeah. The thing that stood out for me that I really liked. Um, the vocalist sounds fucking awesome. Yep, for sure. Sounds fucking awesome on this recording. Yes, she is a very good vocalist. And uh, yeah, I really like that musically. Eh, this this sort of hardcore is pretty hit or miss with me. Flat Spot in general. Yeah. Like the stuff that I think of Flat Spot putting out, I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, eh. But they have put out some shit on there that I really genuinely like. Yeah, for sure. They've put out a handful of really good stuff. Um, so this is kind of what I would expect in Flat Spot. Yeah, for sure. Which means that musically, it's fine. Yeah, for sure. Flat spot, flat spot treads this. Uh, they 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 like tread in a territory where they're putting out like generally speaking, kind of heavier stuff, kind of bouncier stuff, but also sometimes more like straight ahead hardcore stuff. They're like they're in like a weird kind of middle spot where they're they're putting stuff out that appeals to kind of like a broad swath of like. Of hardcore fans, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel that, and and um, you know, like I said, some of it's hit or miss, some of it's fine, some of it I like, but I like this because of the vocalist. Yeah, um, straight up. Yeah, fair enough. She sounded fucking awesome, and I, I think that that would, I, 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 yeah, I just think that this, I could see why people would like this live, mm-hmm. um, but she's what sold it for me. I'm not listening to this for the song that I just heard, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, yep. You know, whatever. Yo, so let's actually let's actually listen to one more band because we had no preamble. We're like we're still at under an hour of recording time, and we only got five messages to listen to. So let's let's roll the dice. Let's make this a music heavy episode if you're down for it. Let's do it. Yeah, four. All right, four is Drix with their demo. You can find this at uh, Panty Medigan Panty Medigan That's spelled P A N T Y M E D D Y G O N so this is uh, this is the thing that was described as Grimyard's European cousin. I think that was just meant as uh, like in reference to the fact that he was blending black metal with various forms of punk music. Dude, this was release an edition of six. <laughs> are you are you kidding me? So that's a that's a that's also a very Grimyard move in plastic cases on recycled tapes. Yeah, this also the label is based out of. Uh, out of Chech Chechia. Yep. So um so again I can't I can't speak to I can't speak to the politics of anybody involved oh, in this. Harvest the recycled tapes. <laughs> Small editions of filthy and primitive love. So every I guess that must be a thing is they take recycled tapes. Uh-huh. And uh which I hope it's just like an old like Duran Duran tape. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, yeah, I've talked about it before. Maybe I don't know if I mentioned on the show, but Sebado used to do a thing where they would like take other bands' T-shirts and just print their shit over the logo. Yeah. So there are like old Sebado shirts from the '90s that it's like an arrow, an Aerosmith shirt with Sebado <laughs> logo printed over the top. So I like that energy. Yeah, I hope this is like printed on like uh, pressed on like an Alanis Morissette tape or yeah. something. You know. Um, so uh, let's just listen to the first song in here. We're gonna listen to Coloss by Drix off of their demo. Yeah. 
Okay, we just heard the song Coloss by Drix off their demo. How'd you feel about it? Um, I like that. Yeah, it was cool. So it's it's funny. It's super lo-fi. That op- that riff is pretty catchy. It was, yes. That opening riff was pretty catchy. And that was that, that opening riff when that first came in, that was one of those riffs where I felt like, well, this could be hardcore or this could be like dirty black metal. Which way is this going to go? Yeah. Um, somewhere right down the middle of the two. Yep. Definitely more in the hardcore vein, though. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I like this. I wish that this was more than six tapes. I agree. I, w- I wish, uh, yeah, yes, for sure. <laughs> six tapes is just insane. Like, why Like why do that at all? So so it's also not, so I this label, right? Yeah. I thought it was Panty Mageddon, uh-huh. like Armageddon, but Panty Mageddon. Yeah. And then it's Panty Metagon. Yeah. And then it's Pant, but actually it's Pant Y Metagon. Oh, okay. I don't know how that's pronounced, but apparently it's a, it's a uh, it's a place. It's a place. It's a place. Also known as Standing Stones in English. Okay. Nearest town is Landovery, and its latitude and longitude are here. So apparently it's a place. Is it like a Welsh town or something, or a Welsh place or something? Like where where in the world is it? I don't know. I'm just looking on the internet. The internet might be fucking lying to me. Yeah, right? possibly. Um, yeah, I liked this too. This was cool. I, I especially liked that while the song was going on and like while that main riff was, was driving along, uh, there was like a din of sound that was taking place underneath it. Like he was just fucking around on the fretboard throughout the entire course of the song. Yeah. So it was exceedingly noisy. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. That's what I like too is, is how unapproachable some of this was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it played well. It struck that it hit that same like, it scratched that same sort of itch that, like, all the reverb and the fucking noise on, like, a lot of, like, modern hardcore vocals sort of hit, you know? It yeah. gives you sort of a, a little extra menace and mystery. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, I just want to drive drive the point home again. This is coming out of Eastern Europe. There are esoteric, There's esoteric symbolism at play. There's, you know, records with uh, f- fucking chevaliers on the front, you know, clad in medieval nar- armor and shit. I have no idea about the political affiliations or ideologies of anybody involved in this label or any of these bands. I also don't care, but if you're the type of person who does, full disclosure, maybe these people are all Nazis. I have no fucking clue, but I did like that music. I thought it was pretty fucking good. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Maybe it's not for wimps. Maybe it's not for wimps. That's right. Maybe it's only for strong, powerful, That's right. racist strong, men. Strong-minded people who are firm in their conviction <laughs> and are right. certainly not going to be swayed by the, you know, impotent howlings of some lunatic in Eastern Europe. That's true. That's you know what. That's a good way to. That's a good way to frame that, right? Yes. If you're if you're at risk of if you're at risk of having your ideology influenced right. by the fucking right. insipid howls of a right. skinny Norwegian man, right. you are weak of will and spirit. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Or the unintelligible simpering of some Japanese na- <laughs> nationalist. Yeah, for sure. You know, maybe this planet isn't for you. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So, um, well, old Nick remains undefeated on this episode but all in all we <laughs> old nick is undefeated in quite a few episodes <laughs> yeah for sure and old nick is a highlight of of this entire podcast so far um but uh, all in all we had some pretty solid stuff tonight so let's uh let's call it there on the music listen to some messages and then uh check out all right i just jerk off to cartoons like you then i took an arrow to the knee well, that shouldn't affect your ability to jerk off to cartoons. <laughs> no, but that's a, a good classic Skyrim Skyrim reference. Yeah, uh, the the yeah the arrow to the knee joke still evergreen, right? Um, all right, let's uh, let's listen to the next one. Hey, dudes, 
What's up? Fucking, I picked up one of that offender's, uh, I hate myself bad time seven inch from the fucking, uh, like, like slept up, like under the radar shit. And I got the one with the, with the, with the dude shooting up in his arm. And apparently this dude that I got it from who runs this mutant, mutant sounds distro, he wrote a note and said that Hank from the Kangaroo Records that put out this art, this out, the reissue said that this was the art that was intended for the actual pressing, unlike the four just dudes in, like, fucking zoot suits. So, yeah, if you guys, whoever's listening, check that shit out because it's way fucking better, even though it's not, like, awesome looking, but it's still fucking better than fucking zoot suit riot. Yeah, so, yeah, we talked about that Offenders record on, like, the underrated underrated hardcore acts of, uh, hardcore and punk acts of the 80s Patreon episode that we did, and we commented on the fact that the... Like, so that I Hate Myself 7-Inch by Offenders contains one of the greatest hardcore songs ever written, uh, but is, like, totally off-putting visually. Like, if you just came across it and you didn't know what you were looking for, you just throw it right back in the bin. It looks like fucking shit. Right. Um, there is this alternate album cover that, uh, like, he also sent over a picture, like, texted it over to us. That is, yeah, dude shooting heroin into right. his arm, which is better, but as you pointed out, still not great. Like, if I saw it, I don't think I would be particularly uh, fascinated. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, you know, yeah, but fortunately, it's out on Kangaroo. And so yeah. Kangaroo put out all the out cold shit. Sure, yeah. You're getting good stuff. Right? Yeah, no doubt, for sure. Um, so at least on the label, it says Kangaroo Records. Oh, this is hardcore. Whereas if you see The Offenders, uh, I Hate Myself, Bad Times, 7-Inch, and you see the original artwork. Yeah. You think, what the fuck is this, like some Chicago blue shit? <laughs> right, yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Yeah, for sure. Should I be fucking firing up the barbecue? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So definitely a superior cover. Not not amazing, but far superior to the, to the, to the yes, the Zoot Suit Riot cover. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's hear the next message. Hey, Nate and Gray, it's Tyler Hammer uh, from Kings of Punk, Leaking Head, you know. So uh, someone called in, yes, uh, last week about the uh, sewer hermit saying, oh, they didn't know. Well, it happens, you know. Also happened kind of with Hallbauer. There was a promo pick from Caligari Records where it says, forget Oslo, new punishing techno death grind, you know, from Mold, which is, I think, the city of Norway they're from. That is, like, I think that, like, promo thing is based on something with, like, Demulich. But, importantly, in the promo pick, one of the members is wearing a shirt from a certain band. That band is Argosland. So, there you go. Promoting a band that loves Argosland, which normally I'm not opposed to. I think I like that band. I don't fucking know. Who cares? But also, I was looking at my copy of Mocking the Philanthropist by Granville Al Keegan. You know who I, whose name I saw in there? New logo by Stephen O'Malley. That's right, Stephen O'Malley from Sun. So, if you thought listening to drone music, you'd be safe from racist anti-Semites, well, guess what? Stephen O'Malley is, is one of them. So, have fun. Hey, just listen to music and enjoy it. Who cares? Peace. 
That's right. I don't, I, I am an I unabashedly listen to racist music. Now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Unabashedly. Yeah. Uh, if if it's if it rips, it rips. <laughs> but so I did not know about the the Stephen O'Malley doing uh, doing a logo for for Granville Isles Key. I did not know about that whatsoever. Um, that's, uh, that's an interesting bit of trivia. Yeah, I think I knew that at some point in the past Yeah, when I hung out with more metal dudes. Yeah, for sure. I didn't realize that. That's, uh, that is an interesting bit of, of, uh, of tri- trivia. And, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, it, it's a stretch saying that because a band that we had on the show was wearing, uh, a t-shirt of a notorious band that they themselves you know, harbor those views. I wear a Death in June shirt on occasion, and I'm not really into, like, neo-fascism in the same way that Douglas P. seems to be. So, right. you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, you know, it just it just goes back into what we've pointed out many times on this show, which is that there are a few genres that if you're going to venture into them... They're not... They're not for whips. They're, you just need to realize that you're gonna you're gonna run up against some uh, objectionable shit. Yeah, you know? it's to be expected. You yeah, you have sure. to be ready for it, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and you have to expect it, and uh, you have to at least acknowledge to yourself mm-hmm. you don't care. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, treat treat it with uh, treat it with the disinterest that it deserves. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? These people are fucking morons. The fact that they they managed to bang out some interesting chords on a guitar is a miracle unto itself. Right. Right. So just sit back, enjoy it in private. You you don't have to wear the t-shirt. You don't have to buy the records. Man, I'm telling you, you here's the thing though. Like look just from that Look at how much digging Tyler had to do to figure some things out. Well, he probably knows this shit because he's like this is he's in that world, you know. Yeah, what I mean? but like what I'm saying is just how tuned in and, and like plugged into it you need to be sure yeah right you who gives a shit right you for can't sure. pay attention to all the fucking tea leaves that come through for sure you know it's it's like uh when we were talking to our friend will about he got some heat because somebody he knew and you know one of his band members was wearing a lust shirt sure yeah and then he showed me the you know like i don't know the social media post where somebody called out the dude wearing a lust shirt right and homeboy has like a deicide shirt on yeah for sure in his fucking like profile picture yeah it's like oh really yeah yeah yeah. so you really think you want to have a sit down and have a nice fucking you know diversity equity and inclusion talk with the boys from d side <laughs> yeah for sure you really think glenn benton's gonna be chill about a lot of that shit you don't want to fucking know man if that no. stuff bugs you don't go digging yeah for sure and also like i've said on this show before i mean Dude, I'm not researching the political affiliations of the fucking key grip on the movie that I just watched because it doesn't fucking matter. You At some what? point, there's going to be bad actors involved in the process of creating something you like. Right. And at some point, most of us are going to be bad actors in 50 years, right? For We're sure. going to be the fucking boomers of, of tomorrow yeah, for with sure. all our backwards-ass fucking ideas. No doubt. I, we're, we're pushing up against being the boomers of today. I right? am a boomer of today, <laughs> yeah, right? Because sure. I don't care if you're a fucking bigot. <laughs> I do, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you sure. happen to write good death metal, I'll look the other way. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll, cover, right? I'll cover my little eyes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, let's. So let's hear yeah, that. let's go ask the Hoffman brothers what they think <laughs> about trans rights. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. I'm sure you won't be disappointed at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's hear the next message. Hey, um, this is uh, C 
super important question. Um, at the end of last week's episode, Gray mentioned eating a charcuterie board. I'm just wondering what vegans eat with charcuterie boards because I usually eat meat and cheese with mine. So, like, what do you do? Like hummus or something? Like, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I I never even figured that vegans would eat charcuterie boards. And also, um, do you think that there are straight edge people who are like really into cooking that cook with wine? Because like, oh, not there's too stupid. I'm not even gonna get into it. But yeah, bye. Okay, so so I, I I'm gonna assume you're being intentionally obtuse because obviously <laughs> vegan food has made some some pretty large strides in the last like 15 20 years, and there there are lots of like pretty passable vegan deli meats and cheeses and stuff. You can get like you can get like a French style cheese dip. You can get pretty convincing like cheese. You can get pretty close. Mm. I'm telling you, man. I, I I'm not in, I'm not gonna jump on the meme of bagging on vegans, right? Sure do that sometimes but like who cares right, right yeah, ultimately yeah. sure but i you put you put a vegan substitute unlabeled in front of me yeah and i'm gonna tell you yes for sure i'm just saying we're inching ever closer right. <laughs> that's all i'm saying right yeah because i for one yeah right i can tell that it doesn't have like you know animal fat in it sure and so yeah forth. of course and yeah the texture is the same right yeah for two I can't smell the fucking pain on it. That's true, yes. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. I pick up a nice piece of prosciutto. Yeah. Hold it to my lips. Yeah. You know, sniff it. Yeah. Eat it. S something bled for this. I can smell the pain. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Something suffered for this right? cheese. Something suffered for this cheese, right? The earth suffered a little more in the wasteful <laughs> resources that went into producing this pig, this intelligent animal, by the way. Very intelligent. That uh, was then... Uh, unceremoniously done away with that's true that i'm going to turn into poop <laughs> that's right yeah so yeah i don't know vegan charcuterie board just says like uh, the the substitutes for the items you would normally eat on one but you know what that said true vegan food yeah vegetables sure all about yeah and and i kind of shy away from it myself right. I, I eat more vegetables than many vegans I know. yes i'm sure i'm sure that is true I'm, you certainly eat more vegetables than i do um and also yeah there are lots of straight people that cook with wine because it cooks out and it like it gives a shit you, you don't need to justify that with an answer no. he didn't even justify it with, a, with completing his thoughts yeah that's fair enough all right let's uh let's hear the last message hey this is will i'm going to promote something that i have nothing to do with but I have my ticket and plan on going, um, assuming that it actually happens because of the pandemic and put the potential for a new variant and all the fun that comes with that. Anyway, there is something called Sincerity Fest happening on Saturday, May 28th in New Kensington, PA for 40 bucks at Preserving Underground. And I believe New Kensington is right outside of Pittsburgh. And for anyone that cares, um, it's the reunion of abnegation, and it has Paul, Chris, and Iggy. Um, when I was first getting into hardcore, when I was 16, abnegation was fucking huge for me. Everything basically up into up through the Stone Strike Cedar tape. So I'm, it's I'm really excited about that. Um, other bands that are playing are Zeo, Cipher, Advent, Architect, Race Trader sect path to misery and human animal um 
I'm looking forward to Race Trader and Sect as well. Um, that's no uh, no shade on the other bands. It's just outside of Zayo, I haven't heard any of the other ones yet. But it's something I'm looking forward to. So I don't know if either of you are interested in this, but um, I'm going to make the solo drive out there. So see you then, maybe. Yeah, so so I had talked to Nate about this. I had, I had mentioned to him that there was uh, going to be an abnegation reunion coming up, and we had looked at the lineup for that. I'm pretty disinterested in the lineup overall, other than Race Trader, um, who I would like to see as well. I like, uh, yeah, abnegation is is certainly certainly in my wheelhouse. No, it's in Nate's wheelhouse. Nate grew up outside of Pittsburgh. Um, I'm, uh, you know, we. I think I think uh, the abnegation chapter split was like an early an early bonding point for us when we started talking about like nineties hardcore and stuff. Yeah. It's one of the first seven inches I bought, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought about going out to it, but on the same token, like the, the, the lineup as a whole is not hyper compelling for me, but I also like to take the opportunity to get out of town and for basically no reason at all. So seeing an abnegation reunion is a, is a better reason than I've often cited to get out of town. Here's the thing. I believe it is Memorial day weekend, Uh huh. right? Yeah. May 28th, thereabouts. I'm probably going to go just for the hangs. Sure. I'll go catch a couple bands, see Abnegation, like to see Race Trader, but I've, and probably check out the store because, um, sure. um, what is it, Preserving Underground's a record store as well? Yeah. It's in New Ken, which is northeast of Pittsburgh. It's like in Westmoreland County. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, yeah, I'm thinking, I, th- I think I'll go because I haven't been home in a minute either. Yeah. Fucking hang out. Yeah. Go to the fest. This is a fest I don't feel compelled to be present for the entire thing certainly not no right. dip in check some shit out maybe see a few people i used to know for sure maybe not hopefully not get the weirdo nostalgia vibes and be bummed out by that yeah probably will yeah for sure and then uh fuck off and go get something eaten buy records yeah for sure um i i i feel a little bit like i i don't i'm not a stickler for this shit like i don't want anybody to get it twisted i don't give a fuck it is always kind of weird for me when bands who's uh, entire sort of like phil- philosophical position was predicated upon something that none of them uh, like sus- subscribe to anymore does a reunion it's always a little bit weird because i don't think anybody in that band is vegan or straight edge anymore which was like that was the driving force behind their sort of like their that was like the linchpin of their ideological stance you know what i mean and they were a strongly ideological band at yeah. least at their early in their career so that's always like a little bit strange to me but they've also been really transparent about it and they were like hey like we're not into this anymore but we like this band we never really had a good a proper send off for the band we'd like to play again together you know what i mean and i'm not mad at that on on any level so um yeah i don't know i might roll out to it i've definitely been considering it um i i fucking love abnegation would love to catch catch race trader so maybe maybe see you there maybe not we'll we'll see how i'm feeling in may i think i have some other shows planned in may too so we'll we'll see if i've been on the road too long and just want to stay at home for for a a fucking weekend too. Yeah, we should go. And then we can go down to the city. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, New Ken's, you know, a little ways out of the city, but nevertheless. Yeah. Get down to the city. For sure. Get the strip. Yeah. Get some kielbasa. Yeah. Right. Not me, but. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's just, no big deal. Just, just to sneak it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that would be a good time. I would like to, I would like to get some, some good record shopping in for sure. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, well, maybe we'll see you there after all. Um, but uh, we got, uh, we got one text message 
Um, it says, Nate, what are your opinions of the Fallout games? Have you played them? If not, you should definitely check them out. The recent ones are just Skyrim, but in a nuclear apocalypse. I will ride for um, I will I will ride kind of for Fallout Three, which I think is is a pretty good game, and I will ride super super hard for Fallout New Vegas, which is uh, hands down one of my favorite games of all time, like a top five game, uh, and Fallout Four and uh, Fallout Seventy Six I I cannot endorse at all, but yeah, Fallout New Vegas is is one of the best games probably ever made. I'm aware of the games, haven't played them yet. Yeah, because like I, it's how I do it. I play one game until there's nothing left to play anymore. Yeah, for sure. And then I move on to the next. So, yeah. you know, someday I'll get to them. I'm also not a fan of, um, even though, like, my, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption now, I'm not really a fan of gun-based games. For sure. I typically am not really either, but Fallout New Vegas specifically, the, like, dude, it's it's really good. Like, the narrative aspect is fucking phenomenal. All the side quests are super interesting. Like, the setting is great, and also it utilizes, like, an old-school RPG system of dialogue that is really, really engaging, where, like, you're actually, in, unlike a lot of modern, like, action RPG-type deals where your skills have no bearing on how you interact with the world, really, like, your dialogue checks will depend upon, like, do you have an engineering skill? Like, if you do, then maybe you can uh, engineer your way out of this situation. If not, you gotta shoot your way through or sneak your way through or whatever. It's good, man. It's really, really fucking good. All right, maybe I'll try it. I think you would like it a lot. It's it's one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, what about, do we miss the bits? Do we wish Applebee's guy would call in and so forth? That's always fun. I think that we kind of like put the, we, we, we kind of put the kibosh on there a little bit just because uh, maybe we uh, gave people the idea that uh, we got tired of it. And to an extent we did. I did get tired of it, yeah. You know, but I didn't because yeah. I like seeing how irritated you would get. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just enjoyed seeing me squirm. Right. Um, yeah. I don't mind pain as long as I can laugh at somebody else that's in pain. For sure, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm in agreement there. But, yeah, I got I got pretty tired of it. I, I, I much prefer what is happening now, which is people calling in to share genuine thoughts, anecdotes, ask a question, promote something. That That is how I intended for this to play out. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, right. sh I should have known that it wouldn't. I know. <laughs> I just, I... I, I I guess I just I I go into a situation with high hopes, yeah. you know, and then I'm crestfallen when people call in doing the Applebee's bid 25 times in a row. But <laughs> Whatever it is, what it is, Whatever. you know what I mean. I'm I'm happy people are using the hotline as as initially yeah. intended. Now I think it's it makes for uh, I feel more engaged certainly by it. So, um, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's do the housekeeping and then call it for the night. If you want to submit music. It's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure your release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to become a patron, it is patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. We will have a new episode up this week, and then I think we're going to record another episode this week so that we should have two in before the end of the month. Um, $5 and up gets you access to all of our content. $10 and up gets you access to that, plus all the tapes that we put out. Um, and uh, if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Just uh, keep it 90 seconds or under. There were two calls, one of which was almost three minutes long. One was like two and a half minutes long, and I just straight deleted them because, holy fuck, that's a, that's a long call. I don't leave my close family or friends calls that are that long. We've had the rules for a while. A, a long time. And in the voice message that I leave, I say, hey, what's up? It's Emma listening. Make sure your message is 90 seconds or under. You just got to look. There's a clock on your phone. Just look at it. There's a timer. It will clock the amount of time that your call has taken. Just count 
silently in your head <laughs> while you're leaving the message. Yeah, for sure, man. Tap just, it out. Just keep it concise. I would love to hear all you guys rant for five minutes at a time, but we just don't. We don't have the. There's not enough airwaves in the fucking universe to accommodate that. So, um, yeah. Thanks to everybody who listens. Thanks to all the Patreon subscribers. Uh, thanks to everybody who called in and kept it brief. We'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one.